0: I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi family, thank you for joining me for this week's extremely profound conversation this week's episode of live your best life of course with mila's right and my friend joining me today my goodness me she is an inspiration she literally epitomizes proverbs sixteen twenty, that which says the one who trusts in the lord is blessed beyond belief she's honestly living proof that that scripture is the truth and what can happen When we say yes to the Lord's invitation to partner with him, she has entered into a profound partnership with Jesus that literally over the last couple of decades has changed the world. She's a pioneer and has helped to birth an industry that's now worth over five hundred billion dollars. Talk about a fruitful life, hey. Eh? And she is also the founder and CEO of a of a company that is called Guided Choice, which is the world's first digital retirement advisor. And she's now just launched an app, which is called Three Nickels, which literally enables you to have your own personal financial advisor in your pocket. So, again, it's another life transforming uh, business that she has p- partnered with Jesus in bringing forth and everything she does carries his heart. She's really, really inspirational. She's all about empowerment and um financial freedom for everybody. So you are going to be blessed today, as I welcome into the conversation with me, Sherry Grabo. Sherry, welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I I just am obviously very excited to be here, but also just very honored and love speaking with our family, who I pray for regularly. So yes,
0: one thing that I didn't mention, about Sherry is that she is a very powerful intercessor who actually behind the scenes prays for you all. She prays for this show amongst being extremely, extremely busy in her own life. But yes, so you're all being blessed by her. So Sherry, just because people won't know your background, I just would love to ask you if you can begin by sharing with us a little bit of um, how you ended up with this passion in your heart to see people really moving in financial freedom in their lives in a profound way.
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. It started very early in my life, like around four years old. Uh, My mother had this idea. She gave us three nickels uh, as our allowance. And we were to give one away. We were to save one and then we could spend one. Now that was back in the day when a nickel actually would buy something because you could get two pieces of candy for a penny. So I had learned at a very early age that that's what you did, you you gave away, then you saved and then you spent. And for me, it just stuck. Now there's six children in the family. So I have five siblings, it didn't stick with everyone. So I think that also is kind of a proof positive that God stamped this on my heart at a very young age. And I ended up helping most of my siblings with their finances, uh, just was a gift that God had blessed me with. And then I turned around and immediately started helping my my siblings, even at such a young age, and then through their adult years. So for me, this has always been in my heart. Uh, and I think, Just know that it was a gift from God and went into industry, actually, initially with my father. Uh, So it was both my mother and my father who had a large impact on my life. Uh, And so that's where I started. Uh, It was really financial services. But soon enough, I saw technology as really being a driving force in everything. Mm -hmm. And my father, he was obviously of a different generation, looked at me and said, well, if you want computers, you get computers. I don't want them. (laughs) Uh, and it actually was one of the first stories that I had experienced. My, my father said, cause I gave him a whole business plan on how to utilize computers to increase the business and to help people make financial decisions. Uh, and this is way back in the early 1980s. So obviously way ahead of my time. And my father said to me, well, if you want them, you can go speak to the CEO and ask, for them. Well, the CEO of the company at that time, it was a large multinational insurance company, but (laughs) I knew this idea was the right idea. And I knew that I just knew God was calling me to do this. I have to sit there at 21 years old and ask a CEO of the company for money to fund my little venture of using computers. I literally perspired right through my (laughs) suit. But the lesson my father was trying to teach me was that people are people. Yeah. And don't be intimidated by their position or their worldly title, um, but just recognize people are people and God will use you to dr- address anyone that he called you to address. And it did actually manifest the way I thought it would. Oh, my gosh. It's, a, it's amazing.
0: So you knew in your heart? Like you just knew that the Lord was calling you to do this? In the way,
1: uh, you know, I left my father's company, which is actually a very difficult decision for me. And my father said, if that's the most difficult decision you have in your life, then your life is easy. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> he's got a good point. Uh, <laughs> but it was very difficult for me. And I did leave his company. I thought I wanted to go be a computer programmer. Um, And so a friend of mine at Apple said, well, come work for me first before you make this decision, because I was going to go to Stanford for my master's in computer science. So I did that. And while I was there, multiple people told me, "Mm, no, you're not meant to be a computer programmer. (laughs) Uh, But I was so intrigued by so many opportunities that I had at Apple to help people with their money, Mm -hmm. because what I saw is that. They were making all these decisions in a silo. And I I believe it was really just God putting pieces together. Where you know, you know how you only prophesy in part, so you get a part. But I had all these pieces, and then all of a sudden they just synthesized together and I saw this concept. And so it wasn't really appropriate for us to build out that kind of a product at Apple. So I had actually gone to the president of a very major uh, financial services firm. If I said the name, everybody would know it. Uh, And he told me at the time that, uh, well, the Internet wasn't going to be anything and people didn't need these kind of tools. And I thought, and this is 1992. And I'm thinking, wow. And I had actually written in the white paper that the idea, if we didn't jump on it right away, would be gone in two years. (laughs) So obviously what I didn't know at that time well, were a couple of things. One, I knew nothing about prophecy. I didn't know that that was a gifting um, type of thing. And I had no idea that even if you get a strong prophetic word, that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that the timing is now. So I didn't, didn't have those pieces of information at the time. Uh, and I just knew that this was the right thing but it was very, very early. That was 1992. Uh, I ventured on a few different places because of the actually CEOs of the company coming to me uh, wanting to build out this kind of thing. None of them really knowing how to go about it because they were financial services and this was very much a technology play. Uh, So fast forward to 1999 and I really sensed God calling us to start guided choice, right? Um, But I have to say, boy, did I have fear.
0: (laughs) Did you? you? Because I was going to say your your confidence, Sherry, is like when you know you were moving in the prophetic, like you said, but without having language around it. You know, you already knew you were following the spirit of God, and and your boldness to go in and you know yourself down at 21, like. To high level people go, I need some money for this idea. And, you know, just your tenacity alone and the way that you believe and have confidence to keep moving forward in what you know is right is really inspirational. Because look at the fruit, hey?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, I could just see God's hand everywhere. Right. Favour. Yeah, just there's no way I could have done this just on my own. There's no, even the, even I would call it the gift of faith was Mm -hmm. so present at Mm -hmm. those times where God just moved me uh, and I could feel the, the right way to go. I just knew the right way to go. And so I never, irony is I never questioned it. (laughs) I mean, I just thought, okay, if this is what I'm supposed to do, all right, I'm gonna just go do it. Uh, And I just love the fact that God initially used my earthly father uh, to to kind of move me into those places that I wouldn't have gone otherwise. Uh, And so to me, it's a gift. Yeah.
0: And it's and it's brilliant listening to you as well because you're languaging your process as you're sharing your testimony. Cause that's some of the things that's what I wanted to ask you about as well. Can you language your spiritual process with your relationship with Jesus that's right in the center of everything that you do that has very profound practical impact? You know, you're a you're a very successful businesswoman, but at the core of it is your relationship with God. Absolutely. Right. And you, Yeah. Can you unpack that a little bit for us to just inspire people and encourage people with the like the keys you found that work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so interesting because when I was an executive at one point of a very large uh, financial services firm, I had I was put into a position Uh, with kind of a peer, um, a peer executive. And it was really my first time dealing with somebody who had really, uh, I don't know how you would describe it, huge mental issues and emotional issues. And it was also probably my first time really having to deal directly with Okay. And I mean, I can remember going into his office and my legs literally shaking. And I thought, what is that? Right. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I left the meeting and he, I mean, I left the meeting, he was screaming and I really you don't know, remove myself from the room. I said, I can't, I can't do this. Um, and it was then that I came out and I realized, wow, this, this is interesting. I'm in a really unique position in my life and I don't even know who to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. So I went to the elders of our church at the time. And yeah, I was under a contract, which most executives typically are. And I was under a contract and I felt like, well, I can't really leave. I'll break the contract. And I'm not comfortable with that. I really would want them as well as myself to be in agreement with breaking the contract but the elders were telling me well you can just leave um, and I and I just sensed now that this doesn't sound like God to me so I didn't and I'm so thankful I didn't because the way God just worked everything out but I just never sensed the comfort with it uh, and then as it progressed uh, this gentleman ended up kind of in leaving the company but he wanted to take the the concept of guided choice with him. And, and we were looking at this going, well, if we take it, we have to do a startup, my husband and I. And so we prayed in the only way we knew how at that time. Uh, and we did the Gideon thing of sticking out three fleeces, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we thought for sure, there's no way these fleeces are going to get answered. So, okay, we're going to get off the hook. Mm-mm, nope, they were. All three were answered. And so we landed in this, you know, land of doing a startup. And I tell you, I was, I I was scared. I mean, there's not a better word. I was scared. I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. I had made it to the ranks of executive, but I would also say that's kind of easy going out and trying to raise money and trying to start something up that this was a whole new industry we had to actually have legislation written. So we had to change the laws at the federal level in order to get financial advice into retirement plans at the time. So here we were starting a whole new industry of financial technology, FinTech. We had to get legislation changed. I had to raise money with venture capital and I never felt comfortable with that. So thankfully God did it another way uh, because I would tell him, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> with venture capital. Can we do this a different way? And people thought I was nuts. And I thought I was nuts half the time. (laughs) I didn't even know what I was doing. We went to the pastor of our church. We said, you know, I sense this is God sending me in a mission field. But at the time, there wasn't really anyone with that language of a kingdom business. Uh, mm-hmm. It just wasn't. It was 1999. Yeah. It was really before everything. And I said, "Well, I really yeah. sense this is God's company and we need to dedicate it to God. And he says to me, well, I, I guess I can do that. I've dedicated churches. I've never dedicated a business. Uh, and that really started the the company and the prayer mm-hmm. journey because, oh, did we hit every wall you could possibly hit?
0: Yeah, well, in the financial space as well, my gosh, and the way that you do, you're bringing God's heart, aren't you? So that finance is no longer abusive or controlling, but it has its correct place to empower people and their lives and to walk in their callings and so forth and to build a culture that's transformational in the midst of that space, which is what you've done is astounding and it takes God clearly.
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, absolutely. There's just so much you, you, especially in a startup kind of environment, there's so many challenges. There's so many hurdles. I, I mean, I can tell you miracle after miracle. And some of them were just surreal. Uh, we had one year where almost everyone in the company, but myself, I'm not sure why I, God excluded me, uh, almost died. Everybody. Oh gosh. Wow. And we were dealing in an environment where we, we needed everybody we had because we had such a small team. Uh, and the team was brilliant. I mean, my co-founder, which is another unbelievable, miraculous story, is a Nobel laureate. Uh, the people that we had on our team were brilliant people. Uh, mm-hmm. They were all handpicked PhDs from around the world. And, you know, I'll never forget even just one lunchtime when our Harry Markowitz, who's the Nobel laureate, pointed out, Sherry, we are the strangest group of people the, the leadership <laughs> team. He said, we've got me. I'm a Jewish atheist. My son was with me at the time. And my son's like, doesn't make any sense you can't be a jewish atheist (laughs) we had another another gentleman who we called the chinese buddhist and we had another one called the chinese evangelist (laughs) then he said sherry and i don't know what you are you just love jesus (laughs) i said yeah i don't know what i am either (laughs) I, i thought what a beautiful picture and yet we were always in unity Uh, in Mm. our decision-making, which was not easy. Mm. Uh, And again, everybody's life being threatened in that year, and yet God providing, and in fact, the Chinese evangelist, that's how he became a believer, is we praying through his cancer. Uh, And we just would see miracle after miracle uh, at the company and God sustaining us. Uh, But I have to say, it was never easy. We didn't get Uh, the easy button.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. I wanted to ask you, like, I mean, the cultural values that you operate by in your businesses, but also in your life, I think are life transforming. Can we go there for a minute? Will you yeah. just share? I mean, because it's all God's heart. know, It's just beautiful what you build.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, overall, everything, everything we've done is, you know, I'll, I'll hear something. And, you know, obviously my husband oftentimes thinks I'm nuts. I, I can't blame him as I look <laughs> back. You know, when I hear it, I just think it's normal. Yeah, right. Well, so, you're
0: you're a marketplace prophet ahead of your time, are not you? Like you said, the Lord used you to pioneer and break ground. And yeah, it's changed the world what you've done. I mean, it's amazing.
1: And it's been, I mean, it's been quite a journey and we just watch God's hand and we do the same yeah. thing really in our personal life. So we were at a point in time when, uh, the whole industry was really flailing, the whole fintech industry. And we were a part of that, obviously, as well. And we were kind of flailing. And I get an email from our pastor asking if we would house a couple children from Russia for this camp. And I, you know, of course, we always say yes to that. And so I turn to my husband, I'm like, you know, are you willing to do that? He says, sure. So I just send an email and say, yep, yeah, we're, we're game. Uh, Little did we know, we get a call and we were on the road at that point in time for a wedding. So we were in Chicago and I get this call. uh, And it's a group that brings over orphans from Russia at the time uh, to get them families uh, to adopt them. So I asked my husband, you know, you're willing to do this? And he said, sure. And so I'm talking to the person on the phone. And I said, well, when are the children coming? Thinking, you know, it's months out. And she says, oh, next week. I'm like, oh, next week. Okay, well, let's see. And then she's saying we'd have to have an application done and we had to have a home study done. I don't all these things. I said, Well, I'm going to be gone, but my husband will be there. So he could do the home study thing. And I said, Well, right now we're in Chicago, then I have to go to Washington, DC. I'm on a you know, committee there, and then I have to go to Portland and speak at a conference. And she's thinking we're nuts, and she's saying to her friends that there's no way that this couple is going to end up adopting. Well, long story short, and again, it's miracle after miracle after miracle. uh, God just weaves it all together. And we end up adopting two boys. uh, At the time, they were ages six and seven from Russia. So now I've become an instant mom. I'm still trying to run the company. FinTech is in the tank. And I'm saying to God, this seems like really weird timing. (laughs) And as I'm raising these two boys, I'm still running the company, but I have to do it at off hours because I have to be there for them. That was always one of our values. We would always be there for them. So I'm working really only at night. But at one point I have to go to a business meeting in San Francisco. So I take them to my mom's and they're swimming in the pool and I come out dressed for my meeting. And my one son looks at me and he's like, mom. You look like a president. And I started laughing and I said, Well, I am a president. No, you're not. You're just a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, OK, there's the ultimate compliment. <laughs> 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 somehow he knew I wasn't a president in his mind. I was just a mom. And I thought there's the gift. Uh, and God had just worked everything out that I could keep running the company and be there for my boys. It really was, again, uh, it was Fairly miraculous, some of the things he did uh, in that event. So, yeah, I think it's just been our MO. I mean, if you look back and as we look back, I mean, we're in awe, absolute awe. Yeah. But we also recognize that every step we took, you know, had fear oriented with it. We just kind of did it anyway.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Fear that you had a gift of faith in it and sort of and it's amazing isn't it when we look back and you can see the Lord's hand all over your life and it gives you confidence it's like okay I'm so far out in the water now Lord I can't even see the land anymore <laughs> but yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna look at the wind and the waves you know and and obviously like you know you said then you know th- through your story it's family first God first family first mm-hmm. in the center of everything that you do and and I know you are. Your your heart is so beautiful. You're all about empowerment and compassion, and giving people their voice back, and having being a voice for those that have no voice, and integrity and transparency, and everything else that is part of who you are. You know, and it's and I think the DNA of your life as a nucleus has has become the expression, the DNA that's within your businesses. You know, so so just share with us a little bit more, if you would, Sherry about the app because i know that's going to be relevant for everybody whether they're in business or not because obviously their lord's helped you put this together to give people power back so will you tell will you share a little bit about that
1: yeah the app is again god's hand working and what yeah. had happened there is that was a vision i was woken up in the middle of the night and he just kind of downloaded it to me i got up i just wrote it down on a piece of paper uh and then i was looking at what to do with the company, whether to sell it or whether to continue when the download came. And so we decided, oh, okay, we're gonna continue uh and we're gonna build this app out. And it was really such a fun process uh because actually one of our mutual friends, uh yes. Susan, right, yes, we got to work we love. together. Yes. Yeah. And get really a lot of the pieces pulled together for that app. And mm-hmm. the vision always was to bring not just the financial information, which obviously is everything we've done and has always been world class at what we did what we have done, mm-hmm. uh, but also to bring that healing aspect because money plays such an imperative role in people's lives. And yeah. when it gets out of whack, you know, out of balance, then what happens is it becomes the God. And so we really wanted to help people manage through that. So have the functional tools, which we have, as well as the emotional tools, which we have quite a few of and we're continuing to build out. So that was just such an exciting project uh, because Susan had absolutely no background in finance, uh, which was a beautiful thing because we wanted somebody who didn't have the knowledge to design out how they think. Uh, versus us who we have the knowledge if we did it you'd probably get something you wouldn't want to use so just so great to watch her flourish in that and really it's an exciting thing because we hear feedback all the time from the marketplace on what an incredible user interface and incredible user experience the tool is yeah it it, it really is isn't
0: it it's like like you said it's it's like um it's like having your own personal financial advisor in your pocket. So financial wisdom and guidance is now available through this tech for everybody. And and so the money isn't a daunting controlling issue that's out of control in our lives, but we take our power back, which is what you're all about anyway. It's amazing. Okay. Final question. I could talk to you for like three days (laughs) when we're together, we do like, you know, chatting away, but, um, Final question for now, I wanted to ask you, what would you say for people who are listening, navigating their complex lives, wanting to walk on in partnership with the Lord? What would you say are a couple of keys that you would give people that you have found have been the most important lessons that you've learned from the Lord to help you steward and navigate your life and stay spiritually strong in the midst of the storms.
1: Yeah, I think there's probably two major keys. One is always be listening to his voice. He's going to get you through it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can I can tell you for years, there were years literally where we would just say, you know, God's not going to take us this far and leave us. That's absurd. Don't even think about it. So it's always that persistence of just knowing that mm, he's got you this far, he's getting you the rest of the way. Uh, and then secondly, I think, you know, community, community is so imperative. And oftentimes as a leader, there's not a whole lot of people that you can really surround yourself with, uh, but they're there, they're out there and God will direct you to them. Uh, so having that community is so key because you get a confidence in unity that you can't get by yourself. Yeah. And so finding that community.
0: Yeah. It's so important important isn't it finding your community your tribe oh, okay. you know and and being able to for our heart we've got to be so safe for each other especially right now haven't we like yeah. to be safe hearts for each other where our hearts can rest in one another Absolutely. and champion each other on to do these awesome callings that the lord has called us to do, you know just i love it you, your faith is inspirational sherry you know where yeah. you're like no matter what okay i'm gonna do this <laughs> I'm gonna go and, you know, do the impossible, Lord, because that's what you're all about, you know. And yeah, so thank you for all that you do and thank you for being on and sharing your heart with us today. It's just it's very inspirational because the fruit in your life is obvious of what happens, you know. Like I said at the very beginning, when we will just grab hold of Jesus' hand extended to us and go, okay, <laughs> let's do this together. <laughs> and tune in, like you said, tuning, learning to tune into his voice, his guidance. So we are spirit-led. <clears throat> not circumstantial and pre circumstances and pressure pushed yes. you know, which is um, yeah, and very different outcome in life, very different experience in life. But, Absolutely. oh, my gosh, I don't want to stop, but we have
1: to for dinner. Thank you so much, Sherry. Well, You're thank amazing. thank you. I appreciate the, you, and I appreciate this time. I did want to make an offer. I didn't get to talk to you about this before, Liz, but did want to make an offer to your viewers that they can get 30 days free if they use the coupon code LIZW, and that will also donate 10% of the proceeds to the ministry to keep going. So just to let you know that's available um, to your listeners. If they need the help, we're right there for them.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And Absolutely. so how do
1: how do people find you? Three they- Nichols, it's the number three and the word nickels, no space. Uh and it's at the app store, the Google App Store or Apple App Store. If you have any trouble, just help at help at three nickels.com. You can email uh, oh. and we can provide any help that you need oh my gosh that's
0: such a gift thank you that's going to yeah. change your life guys Absolutely. we're all getting extremely savvy <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, oh, you, financial yay oh thank you so much and guys thank you. thank you so much for joining us today as well giving us your precious time have the most yeah. amazing week and look forward to being with you again next week god bless Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord Um, but also I'm going to take you there as well so it's an activation so yeah so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed